The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Come in, Ray. Pittman! I saw it, I saw it, I saw it! It's right here, Ray. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you, Ray. Don't move. It won't hurt you. Slime me. That's great! Actual physical contact! Can you move? Ray, Ray, come in, please. I feel so funky. <laughs> Why are we playing that? Because Halloween is looming. I'm joined by Lisa Cannon, TV presenter, executive producer, Spotlight. Lisa, good morning. Oh, good morning. Now, are you a horror fan? Do you know what? I love to hate it. That's the thing. I, I could Ghostbusters all day long, Hocus Pocus, Casper, Beetlejuice, all of them all day long. Saw, Exorcist, uh, Freddy Krueger. No, I just hereditary. Anything kind of paranormal or slasher movies, I'm definitely not up for, no. Now, The Exorcist, uh, the original from 1973, is regarded as perhaps the scariest movie of all time. It is, uh, you know, the, and it's also one of the highest grossing horror films of all time, coming in at uh, 441 million worldwide during its original release. Now, if anyone knows, as you said, 1973, directed by William Friedkin, um, looking for the clips, which we're going to pay later on, so not to spoil it for everybody, but uh, it, it's funny. It is funny, these moons on. Now, not funny when you're watching at home on your own. My father coaxed me into doing it one time and um, the uncut version is, is quite terrifying, but it, it, not not only is The Exorcist a classic horror film, but it also, you know, the demonic possession is is difficult for people to take the, take note yeah. of and get their head around. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I tell you what, we'll play that clip now. Introduce it if okay. you would. So obviously, as everyone knows, um, <laughs> it is uh, directed by Will, w- William Freakin and is based, of course, on the novel of the same name. It is terrifying, even though it's iconic. And of course, we have, uh, well, we have our our, our female uh, protagonist here who is demonised. And you'll see here in this one that um, the real life inspiration was by William Peter Blatty's novel, as mentioned, but inspired by a real life exorcism. So Take a load of this. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You'd like that? Intensely. But wouldn't that drive you out of Reagan? It would bring us together. You and Reagan? You and us. Did you do that? again. In time. No, now. In time. <laughs> and my favourite horror movie goes way back, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, you like that one. Absolutely okay. fantastic. I remember when the baby's born and they're all gathered around the crib to look at the baby. I think I just I haven't seen it for years, but I think it was a cloven hoof. <laughs> I mean, scary movies, of course, meant to evoke that not only kind of the adrenaline rush, but the escapism, of course, the enjoyment of suspense. But speaking on The Exorcist there, that actually was nominated for 10 Academy Awards in 1974. Yeah. So this and, is not uh, niche. This was mainstream. It was mainstream. And it made so much money. Now, uh, let's uh, talk about some of the other ones. Uh, Halloween itself. 
Halloween itself, we actually started way back, if anyone remembers, back in early January and February, we had um, a lovely slot on Jamie Lee Curtis. And of course, she's ju- she had just won her Oscar at that point. But Halloween is 1978, the year I was born, directed by John Carpenter. And of course, it introduced the world to Michael Myers and of course, the standard for all those slasher films, really. And of course, Jamie Lee Curtis go on to done many more in the franchise. But uh, it was terrifying at the time. It was only on television, I think, yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, we're beginning the Halloween season. I don't want to terrify people today, to be honest, because we've got next week and the week after. But it's nice to revisit some of these movies because we've all seen many of them from Beetlejuice to Hocus Pocus, Nightmare in Elm Street. And Halloween, even though it's an oldie, it's 45 years old, it is phenomenal. And the way that it's directed Mm. is excellent too. Now, now they're obviously different uh, levels of horror. I mean, if you look at Casper the Friendly Ghost, you're going to sit there quite happily and enjoy it. You're not going to be hiding under the pillow. No, absolutely not. Or the Transylvania movies or, um, you know, any of the kind of softer, gentler, um, you know, kind of scary films. Now, of course, you're moving into more paranormal movies. They're the ones that are actually very, very, very scary as far as I'm concerned. It's kind of a subgenre of the horror fiction um, sci-fi element and uh, I know many people that just can't watch them I mean the idea of possession as in with the exorcist witchcraft and occults vampires werewolves although I do love um, so many different movies like you mentioned Rosemary's Baby that was very much involved mm-hmm. in witchcraft but if you look at vampire movies like Let's the, Let the Right One In or for argument's sake The Lost Boys is a great example of that they're very entertaining Now the introduction of Freddy Krueger in A Nightmare on Elm Street Yeah I, I can't watch them. I, I mean, I remember even being a young child dressed as, a, I don't know what, I was dressed as Bosco one year and I remember that came on and it just, there was just no way I've watched it. So I've watched parts of Freddy Krueger and I was, obviously Did as a Bosco older. just go back in his box then? <laughs> the I duration remember, of the movie. I remember like, and I was young, you know, when the Freddy Krueger uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets came out. I mean, 1984, I was only six years old, but directed by Wes Craven. I mean, they're meant to terrify, you know, the original film introduced us to Mr. Krueger. Mm. He was played by Robert Engel, if people remember that. But, you you know, it's about teenagers, of course, that are yeah. um, um, a, a text here from one of the listeners. I watched The Exorcist last week. It hasn't aged well. It's aged really badly. And now when you look at it, it's quite funny. But he says, my fa- it's, she says, Dorothy, my favourite scary film is Silence of the Lambs. Oh, very good. That is an excellent film. Yeah. But, Psychological thrillers are also kind of teetering well, on horror you know, as well. He's terrifying anyway he's terrifying. as, a, as a, a character. Uh, and other uh, movies like The Shining, which is not about the paranormal, but is terrifying. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick's, of course, adaptation is uh, Stephen King's incredible novel. I mean, you have indeed, you know, Jack Nicholson terrifyingly putting together this psychological horror masterpiece. But, you know, let's not forget, we were talking there briefly um, just on Reagan, who who is obviously the lead protagonist in The Exorcist. People always want to know how did she achieve that eerie voice of the devil as such? And um, it was dubbed over by a different actress who smoked and gargled raw eggs to create that unsettling (laughs) effect, which is really interesting. And um, aside from all the Academy Awards, there was multiple directors on it actually at that time, Mm. including Stanley Kubrick as well, who was considered for the job. But you know, it's, it grows so high, but the biggest grossing film of all time, horror-wise, is actually It, the series that came out in 2017. Um, I can't watch it. I've watched meal pieces of it, but it grows 700 million worldwide. So That's based on a Stephen King novel. Again, Stephen King, yeah. He I mean, knows he how is, to scare people. He is the king of horror, but w- sure. when you go back to some of the classics and the master himself, uh, Alfred Hitchcock and Psycho. 
Yeah, and we did that only very recently in yeah. the coming weeks. I think you were away. But um, it's, it's, it really is. Horror genre is loved and adored by people, not only at Halloween, but also for the suspense and the, you know, the kind of the love craft of, of the spookiness or the spectacular sense of it all. But I think, you know, the older films are just as important to watch your psychos, Rosemary, Rosemary's Babies. Yeah. Someone has taken me up and says, your imagination is running away with you, Pat. You never see the baby. No, you don't. You see the people, all these creepy people looking in and you have a baby's eye view of them all over the That's crib. Right, yeah. But I do think there was a cloven hoof or some reference to the cloven hoof. You were talking last week when we came off air about um, Boris Karloff and Vincent Price. Yeah. They're your favourites as well. You, you well, enjoy I grew up that. with though, uh, you know, the, the, the spooky voice. And in fact, in Thriller with Michael Jackson, uh, you've got uh, the Boris Karloff voice uh, feature there. Anyway, we've got a, a few more weeks to go before Halloween and you will be continuing next week with more horror. Yeah, I think we'll ramp it up a bit. We might move into slasher movies next <laughs> week just for the fun of it. Yeah. Lisa Cannon, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.